episode 112. 112. 112, baby. Yeah. You know, I had to do it. So I was thinking more of the, the, the Biggie reference. Room 112. Not the group 112. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, room 112, tell them. Blanco sent you? Let these gentlemen uh, sing, okay. sir. I'm just saying. Girl, if I told you we're approaching Valentine's. Valentine's. Got to throw the M in there. Yeah. Valentine's Day. We got Young Vito, the five-pound Yorkie Chihuahua mix, prowling around. I just gave him a piece of salmon. And he's looking for more. <laughs> so I'm going to say this is not a top five 112 song. And by that I mean Absolute blasphemy I only know one I First only, of all You gotta stop talking over the music No 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 It's good I only know one 112 song By name That's pathetic And that's called Let's Get Married That's pathetic And uh, that's Jagged Edge <laughs> Pathetic <laughs> What about Peaches and Cream Who is that 112 Okay, okay there we go Oh man, there we go. There we go. This is what I'm talking about. Wow. <laughs> Piece of garbage. Oh man, that's so good. I feel like those guys are like basically that's a deep impact Armageddon situation where it's just like a battle of the same person. Can't get enough of you Always thinking of you So sweet, I can't forget So good, girl, you make me sweat Girl, I'm talking about bitches and cream Oh, I hate it cause you know that I'm a fan That's right So this has definitely become a music podcast More specifically, maybe an R&B podcast uh, I mean, Rhythm mo- and blues, maybe. Mostly for you For me, it's it's just really just It's just a butcher job yeah. Build a butcher <laughs> Love to see it. Hey, man, coming up on Valentine's season, you know, take a throwback, man. Late 90s, early 2000s, hard to beat. There was better R&B in the 90s. Is that correct? In a sense, it, it was different. It was more, a different sound. It was more like traditional R&B. More pure. But I'll tell you what was my favorite R&B song. Please, you have to stop talking over the music. It doesn't work. The audio. <laughs> no, no, it does. Oh, this, okay, this is a this is an absolute jam. This is this is let's get married. Let's take this chance and make this love feel relevant. Didn't you know I loved you from the start? All the years we put in this relationship. Knew we'd make it this far. Classics. Yeah, that's a good one. All right, so let's, we'll rewind. You know, we do no editing. Yes. We do very little fact checking. Yes. So we're going to pretend that you did not. We're just going to like men in black. A neuralizer. We're, we're going to just neuralize the fact that you mixed up 112 and yeah. Jagged Edge. And we, we'll, just, we'll just keep it pushing. No, no. Can I say what's my favorite R&B song of all time? Sure. Okay, I got two of them. Okay. <laughs> 
You are off to a solid start, my friend. <gasps> okay, number number n- number. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> okay. Number uno is I can see how this is, is Casey go. and JoJo, and I, okay. I forget the name of it. It's whatever. The, crazy. Phoenix. No, no, not Phoenix. <laughs> I love Phoenix. No, crazy. I think it's called. All right. So number this, this two. is just an R&B episode. Okay. Number two. Say no more. Number two is Foamy Joe. Foams on the ones and twos. I got it's you Joe, I want to know. I mean, that, Which that, is that's kind of incredible. A, it's kind of a hater type of uh, it's got, guys. Like, like re, a guy's yeah. really trying to encroach on the area. <laughs> like, oh my god, encroach yes. on the area. <laughs> yeah, back up, my guy. So you're accusing him of dirty macking? <laughs> yes. Okay. Big time. I, I'm gonna. You know, this is a song, man. This is uh this is a jam. Yeah. And I have been known to sing it. Uh, just sing along to it. Yeah. I'm not a dirty yeah. mac. Yeah. I, in fact, I've never dirty mac. Yeah, it's not cool. For Valentine's Day. That's what I request. Here we go, Dirty Mac. Shouts to Joe, man. This was, you know, it was a different time. Yeah. You know? All right. I'm going to turn this up a little. Oh, it's amazing how you knocked me off my feet. Yeah. Mm. I'm lip syncing. So for anyone who has a visual, you can Every see that. Every time you come around me, I get weak. Wow, you're lip syncing it like yeah. Smash Mouth. Okay. Nobody ever made me feel this way. Wow. Uh, it's the wrong energy. I only got one energy, guy. I'm just waiting for the hook. So yeah. I want to know. Are you singing too or no? You're singing along? I'm just vibing. No, no, you My favorite part comes a little later when he starts hitting some high notes. (laughs) But is he dirty macking? Yeah, he wants to know. It's like a little like I mean, who knows? Who's to say she's taken? Yeah, who? I guess that's uh, that's an unspoken thing. We don't know yet. I think you might be confusing um, all the things your man won't do. I mean, that's definitely that's a no. That's a no no for me. Yeah, I mean, you know. (laughs) So quote the great Randy Jackson. That's Ma- a no for me, dog. Mario has he's got some some dirty Mac songs in the mix. They, they, listen, a lot of them are they're borderline. All is fair in R and B. Okay, I, I disagree. I, I think that I, I think there's a saying. So we are here. Start the clock. I don't, okay, even, I, don't even, I don't even know how far into the episode we are. We're almost we're almost six minutes in. Six minutes in. Nothing but R and B, man. Yeah, that's good. That's a it's good just, start. I got this iPad Pro. And I've just... I, you love to say that it's a pro. Yeah, yeah it's, you know, A little flex on them. Yeah, you know, weird flex, but okay. <laughs> also, I have a laptop. Also, I'm sitting now. For those of you tuning in, for everyone who's been kind of following along... Following with, the journey. With, with my back uh, injury. It was, uh, yeah, lower lumbar. Yeah, it's final. <laughs> I was not able to sit down. So now I can. I'm, I'm back in the saddle, so to speak. Yeah. But I also have a laptop. Not, not here. I was I was watching the Joe Button podcast and um, at least a, a, a little uh, ten minute segment of it, a snippet, a snippet, and I noticed he's got a laptop. No, and, I mean I got the laptop, and I'm like, damn, but maybe I need a laptop too. You're the sound guy, then I could just boom, I could do all my music stuff. Maybe I have the iPad Pro, a dual screen. No, no way. Maybe I have a mouse. No, you can do it all from there. You can go on the internet from there. You can, but it's it's not just not quite as practical or quick. As a laptop. No, no. I mean, you're you're not capable of doing those things. No, no. 
that's uh, that's fake news. You don't have the steady hands nor the technology to pull off a procedure like that. So, ha. Wow. Quote McLovin. Says the guy that says he can name one one twelve song. <laughs> Let's get married. <laughs> Meet me at the no, altar. That, in your white dress. I then said Peaches and Cream, which by chance was a one twelve song. I thought that was Jagged Edge. Very interesting. <laughs> no, that's like, do you remember when they came out with Paul Blart, Mall Cop, and then one month later they came out with Observe and Report, which is basically Paul no. Blart, Mall Cop Part 2? No. I do know Paul Blart and Mall Cop. I don't know Observe and Report. Uh, please refrain from the the D plus movie references. No, that's Seth Rogen. That was a it was a blockbuster. A blockbuster. All right, we, we got to move on here. Episode one twelve. I also want to say we're joking around, we're having a good time, but I do want to say Kobe Bean Bryant. Yeah. Um, Gianna. Everybody and, else and everyone else who lost their lives. It was a year ago today, so uh, this is the anniversary of that sad day. And today, I'm kind of reminded of kobe's impact it's all i see on instagram it's all i was thinking about and it's just it's it's crazy man it just goes to show you that things now obviously he did it his medium was sports yeah and that's a that's a huge platform but it just goes to show you that it's what i see people posting is not really his greatest moments his best dunks it's it's more so about how he affected and impacted people, him and his daughter, what he did as a coach, you know, just it's, it's hard to put the impact into words. So just a, just a quick Mamba shout out Mamba forever. That goes without saying, I see a lot of people saying it still doesn't feel real that he's gone. And you're right. Yeah, I agree. It still doesn't feel real. It probably never will. And it's not something obviously life goes on and and that's the way it goes but um it's it's never quite going to be the same without him here and basketball certainly will never be the same without him here and that's just what it is so uh mamba forever yep just had to say that and what else uh if you're tuning in you know we're back on a regularly scheduled program here on the podcast we love the podcast yes much more than the youtube videos and I mean, for me personally, I like it a lot more. And uh, me too. It's more interactive. There's a lot more uh, different facets to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get to piggyback you around and everyone can see it. But I guess I say all that to say that back in the saddle. Yeah. I'm back. Pun intended. Okay. Pun intended. Piggyback. Okay, good. Back at it like a craftmatic. Yeah. And uh, we appreciate everyone tuning in. If you're not familiar already patreon.com forward slash mr former simpson that's where we do hang on let me check my apple watch here rogers down plays talk about future okay we'll get into some football uh-huh, okay, talk here there in a go. second just a little hey i got a lot of apple products yeah. is what i'm trying to say yeah. so i'm trying to put it out there uh we're doing a lot of cool stuff on patreon it's it's growing we're we're kind of building it together as you like to say a grassroots movement a grassroots movement uh, shouts to the Wolfpack, new and old. I guess let's do our our weekly greetings and salutations, and then I'll dive back into it a little bit. Okay. So first up, let me not butcher this name. Kai Yi? I thought it was Kaya I. Nah, Kaya I? Yeah. Kaya I Kurihara. Yeah. That's an extravagant name. Uh, that, that's, wonderful. That's incredible. 
that that's an awesome name. That makes me just be like, damn, I got to reevaluate. I need some new AKAs, more extravagant. Yeah. Uh, welcome to the pack, Marcus Garul. Yep. I would if there was, see, if I had the laptop, I could just go with a rule, baby. I could, I could you know, do maybe a little Ja Rule thing or. Yeah. But, I I, mean, but now I can't bring it up quick enough. And then, you know, you miss the mark. Yeah. yeah. Alex Brown, standard. Standard. Big Wholesome. Time, big time supporter, long time supporter. First time, long time. First time, long time. Yeah, yeah. How you doing? So I says to the guy, uh, welcome, Alex. We appreciate you very much. Shouts to Gabby. Uh, welcome to the pack. Welcome to the family. Yep. Maybe a howl one time. Howl. Okay. Uh, so, so, uh, yeah, yeah. Calm. Yeah, we don't want to be blasting people's calm. eardrums out. Uh, shouts to Justin Oster. Yes. Oster. I think of the Oster uh, edgers. You know, you want to get a shape up. Oster. Oster. I thought Oster was a kitchen appliance spinner. Like Maybe it'll, they it'll, do that it'll too. Uh, spin your bread for you. Baked goods? Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, no, no. But like more in the appliance. Pancake? Like pancake more batter? Yeah, they'll, they'll stir it though. All right. All right. Justin Oster. Uh, if you're involved in the appliance stuff, uh, let us know. We'll take a cut. <laughs> let us know. We'll do a little, we'll turn this into a little cooking show. And last but not least, Joe Bowman. Yes. Love it. Another wholesome name. Another wholesome fellow. Bows. Yeah. Put that shoulder on them. Put throw, that, put that bow on them. Throw them Bowmans. Uh, nah, but, uh, we do appreciate everyone tuning in, supporting just because I've been getting a ton of questions. I feel like more than normal over the past week or two. Uh, and speaking of Kobe, we actually didn't think about this beforehand, but we're giving away a pair of Kobe's this month. Yes. The Kobe six Grinch, one of my absolute all time favorite sneakers and a bunch of other stuff. So I've been getting a lot of questions about, Hey, what do you guys actually do over on Patreon and this and that? So we do a Wolfpack give back every single month and I'll keep this quick. It's not a giveaway because everybody actually gets something. Everyone is entered from every tier. There's three different tiers. And each tier gets a different amount of entries. But even if you don't get the Kobe 6 Grinch or the Jordan 6 Carmine, which is another sneaker that we're giving away. Um, un- unreleased, uncivilized stuff. Re- yeah, you know, early uncivilized stuff. There's yeah. a lot. Uh, we do, uh, you know, stickers and, and other small stuff like that. So that's one thing we do. Mm-hmm. There's also exclusive uncivilized releases. I had someone, I was wearing the Merino Essential T-shirt yesterday on instagram and yeah. a couple people hit me up about it hey i don't remember that releasing well it released exclusively on patreon early access a bunch of different stuff bonus podcast episodes which we'll probably be doing one uh this weekend maybe this weekend and the visuals for all the podcasts going forward the visual visuals now we might move that over we're not exactly sure to um just anybody yeah, yeah. but needless to say there's a ton of stuff going on over on the patreon page so uh, if you want to support if you rock with us and like what we're doing then uh we think we are confident we can say that you will enjoy it over there yes so boom that's out of the way yeah there we go let's let's talk some stuff there's a lot of sports stuff going on there's i guess the biggest thing probably connor yeah connor mcgregor yeah the notorious a fellow irishman proper 12 whiskey oh man I heard, I heard proper 12 whiskeys. Not actually great. Who said so? Word on the street. Who said that? I, I can't put them out there. Can't put them out there, but that's Whoever the Whoever said it. <laughs> you won't sign it? I got something for you. Um, even though you've never tried it? Yeah. Okay. I got something for you. It's called Knuckle Sammy. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So 
he fought Dustin Poirier. Yeah, the diamond. The diamond, who's a guy like seven years ago when they fought, um, Connor beat him up. Yeah, like in like a minute and 26 seconds, something like that. Knocked him out. And now the thing about them tables. They turn. They turn. There we go. So I actually, and you and I watched a fight together. I told you prior that I was a little bit worried. That guy's really good. He's gotten a lot better. He's been beating dudes up. Man. Yeah. And and really good fighters. Yeah. Connor has been inactive, basically. Very inactive. You know, really since like 2016, he hasn't really been active, active the way he was. And he even said it after the fight. It's a tough sport. It's a tough field to be inactive in. Yeah. It, it, it's going to show. He actually looked really good in the first round. He definitely won the first round. For sure. And it looked like he had Dustin a little scared of that power because let's be honest. I mean, the dude has heavy ass hands, yeah, yeah. but ultimately Dustin appeared to be the better fighter on that night. For sure. One of the things that I've seen, I think this- generally, I don't think it was just that night. Now I think that Connor has hands that are so powerful at that weight. He's going to be able to have a puncher's chance any on any given night. For sure. I, I guess one of the things that I noticed is this is a little bit of a trend in MMA, and I'm just a casual MMA fighter guy, watcher. Same. But I've noticed that the leg kicks are really doing a, a number on some of these guys that are because Connor was the favorite, like in Vegas. Yeah, but just just on name value, I know a lot of people who put money on Dustin. Okay, but like, uh, I don't think it was really. I, I for one was not shocked by it. No, no, I wasn't shocked. I mean, I, I'm a huge Connor fan, as are you. So I was a little bit upset. I also really do like Dustin Poirier. So I was ex- Yeah, I mean, he's one of those guys you, you can't not like. Yeah, him. he's just a good guy, just a good really dude. hard worker. So I, I was happy for him to like kind of like live up to the moment. You know what I mean? No, for sure. So and, and you know, get his little redemption as well. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then I think it sets up a kind of a cool trilogy. We'll see what happens with Connor, but I was gonna say there's a guy very quickly named Sugar Sean O'Malley, who was I think he's a a smaller he's guy. Smaller, he's lighter, yeah. And he was kicking the shit out of people, just beating their ass. And then he basically fought a guy that was ranked much lower than him and and kicked him in the calf. And he basically like his leg went dead. He couldn't do anything and he just fell down and got I mean, there's mauled. all there's all different strategies, but but there's no question that if, if you tear that leg up, especially with a guy who's looking to be a power puncher and is looking to knock you out, it takes a lot of that power away. And yeah, in that first round. I mean, I said to you after he landed three or four of those leg kicks, that is not going to end well. Yeah, Connor wasn't even checking him. I mean, it was just he. I mean, you, he was on a crutch after after the fight. Yeah, yeah. He couldn't even walk. Well, so, yeah, because when when he he did get knocked out, right, and then he tried to get up like after a minute, and it was not his head; it was his leg. Like basically, he was only he only put him to sleep very briefly. Yeah, yeah. and then he was you know then he came to he was he was back, you know cognizant of what was going on but yeah that leg was shot so you know we'll see what happens with connor and what he does next and he said he wants to fight so i'd like to see with all the legends it's always tough to see them fight too long yeah and it's different than basketball and other sports it's tough to do it for very long you know you look at these guys i was debating about this a couple days ago you look at these guys, even look at a guy like Khabib, yeah. who's one of the most dominant 
fighters we have ever seen at the most elite level. He only did it for a couple of years. Yeah, yeah. He only did it. He only beat. I think he has four title fights. Okay. So it's a very short fight span. Yeah. And he wasn't in UFC for a long time. Like a lot of those victories are in the Bellator or whatever that is. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's how a lot of these guys are. They build it up, build it up. But once you're at that top elite level, it's really tough to extend it. And I think that's where a guy like, I know John Jones, and and we're talking about this probably a little bit too long. It's it's not a UFC podcast, but- It's an R&B podcast. It's an R&B podcast. Never forget. Hang on a second. Let's remind remind him a little bit. Let's just remind everyone what the bread and butter is. Girl, he never understood what you were Yeah, see, he never understood what you were worth. So maybe she's single now? And he never took the time. Yeah, like maybe she's recovering. Maybe she's out of that relationship. I haven't seen anything, heard anything that necessarily means she's in a relationship right this second. I need more specifics on the the hypothetical. All there. right, Bucket's just trying to investigate the uh, the lyrics. Yeah. Right, there you go. So it's tough. A lot of people they don't like John Jones, right? There's some of the cheating stuff, and 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 I get it, but. He's done it for so long. I mean, he's just an absolute savage. I mean, you're looking at like 20, 15, 20 title fights. It's crazy. Yeah. George St. Pierre was another guy that did it for a long time. 100%. At a really, really high level. And it takes a lot out of you. It does. So with Connor, I think it would it would suck if he fights another four or five times and loses three or four of them. Well, it's like Anderson Silva. But if if he's really exactly, but Connor is still younger than I mean, what is he like thirty two? He's thirty two. Yeah, so it's not. It's conceivable that he could win three or four more fights. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. But it was. It, it it's always tough when you see and and again Connor, you and I are fans of of Connor. I'm not a fan of the way he handled and has handled everything. Fight, uh, fight promotion wise. He was drinking during training. He kind of, he definitely went off the rails there for a little bit and look what happened. Yeah. He started losing fights, but I, and, and I've said this, you know, publicly on the podcast before, I think he crossed the line with Khabib. I agree. Talking about his country and religion. And, and I do think even in fight promotion, there are some things that are off limits. I agree. So I think he crossed the line there. We definitely saw a more mature Connor leading up to this fight where it was almost like, who's this nice guy? Yeah. Like, well, he he did the same thing with Cerrone. Yeah, exactly. And, but it's just, you know, the evolution of a fighter and whatever. People mature, people grow up. I I think there's no question that he's the, the biggest draw of, you know, MMA or in MMA history. Yeah, for sure. So we'll see what he does. Now there's also some other sports stuff. Obviously we have the Super Bowl coming up. So Tampa, you picked Tampa Bay. Yep. I picked the Packers. And then I picked the Chiefs and you picked the Bills. Yeah. I thought you picked the Bills. Oh, and you picked the Chiefs. Or did you pick the Bills too? I don't know. I think I maybe We love Josh Allen. We're yeah. Josh Josh Allen truthers. Yes. So you're right. So I it was it was 0 for two for me, for your boy. Now it's in Tampa. Tampa in Tampa. You love to see it. Obviously, it's not going to be as crazy it would as it would normally be. Because of COVID. Because of COVID. But it is still the first time in history that the home team is in the Super Bowl. Yeah. 
or the team hosting it, I should say. So that's kind of dope. So who's your pick? You going Tampa? I'm going Tampa. My, my your heart my, tells you Tampa. My my heart tells me Tampa. It's the only time that I've ever been able to root for Tom Brady in my life. Yeah. Now that he's not on the uh, Patriots. I agree. What's up, dude? Hey, what's up, dudes? And I love it. It's great. So now I know what the Pats fans must have been feeling for, for all 20 these years. years. Incredible. Now I'm just like, yeah. So I'm not. I'm I'm still a Giants fan. So I'm not like some some hardcore Bucks guy. But because we are in the Tampa area now, I'm it does not, make sense. I'm not a hardcore Bucks guy at all. I'm not a Giants guy. But my team's actually the Titans. The Titans. Buckets likes the Titans. He jumped off the Giants after Eli left, and now boom, he's with the Titans. Okay, yeah. I, I I don't respect it, but I hear you. Okay, my my mind tells me the Chiefs are a better team. So we'll see what happens, but I'm gonna go Bucks. I, oh wow! I, okay, thank you. For me, it's a win-win. I think it would be really cool for Tampa to win, just for the city, and for a lot of those guys. Be awesome to see Brady win another one. Oh, I, at be, this point, he's already the goat. But no, it's but like it'll be like on another. It's like when LeBron LeBron's won titles with three teams. So for sure, but LeBron's not considered the goat. Jordan is still considered the goat. Brady is unarguably the goat of football this will so there's nothing there's already no argument one more will just put it more into the stratosphere so that would be cool to see also i love patrick mahomes yeah no and mahomes would kind of like be taking the proverbial torch torch from old tampa for sure and it would just be awesome he seems like such a good dude uh andy Reid seems like an awesome coach Kelsey, I love I Kelsey. Love, I love Kelsey, my red bearded brethren. Yeah. You know? And so, you know, sometimes people say, hey, you look like Travis Kelsey. And I'm like, man, he's hot. Yeah. That's awesome. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Thank you. So I'm a, I'm a sex symbol. And then sometimes people tell me that I look like Oh, a sex symbol. Okay. <laughs> and then and then sometimes people Quite a leap. people say that I look like uh Aaron Baines. Okay. And I'm like, damn, not so much of a sex symbol. Yeah. So let's keep gassing me up with the with the Kelsey lookalike thing. You also get Bronson sometimes. I do get Bronson. Who is a sometimes. sex symbol? Who's He's a certified a, sex symbol? Absolutely. So two out of three there. there so I guess maybe I'm I am leaning towards sex symbol. I'm just saying you're you're going towards icon status. That's what you're saying. GQ, holler at me. <sighs> you want you want to do a shoot? You want to airbrush me up? It'll be all right. Okay, good. I'm I'm getting my physique. I'm getting it together. I'm just saying. Give we'll me di- a di- give me a diet update. Okay, here's a diet update. Lots of people have been asking. Okay. All right. Since January 1st, I am down 16 pounds. Wonderful. Fantastic. It's uh, a lot of people have been saying, yo, Foam Shire Farms. No. Yo, Foam Diz. Yeah. What have you been doing? What kind of diet? Is it keto? Are you counting calories? You know, if, what are, it, what if you it fits your macros. So here's what I'm doing. I'm winging it. No, Okay. And I'm just trying to make healthy choices. So let me just take you through what that is for me. Okay. Because I have a relatively good metabolism. I've been an athlete pretty much my entire life, but I'm a notorious overeater. I was probably doing like 4,000 calories a day easy. Easy. So I don't really know what that means, but you eat a lot. I was eating a lot. And a lot of carbs, sugars. So those are the two things that I've cut the most. I I basically do no sugar unless it's a little bit of my coffee. Okay. 
and, and I've allowed myself that because I don't want it to be something. I didn't want it to be something. Well, unmaintainable. That was, that was so strict that I could only do it for a month and then it was right back to my old ways. I wanted it to be a real solid lifestyle change. Yeah. And so that's what I did. And to be honest, it hasn't even been difficult. When I hurt my back, spinal. Spinal. Yeah. I broke my back. I said, yo, I got to make some changes here. Yeah. This is not, if I can't bend over and pick up my five pound dog. A wake up call. Without herniating a disc, I got to get with the program. Yeah. So I actually haven't even really been tempted. You know, it hasn't even been, it's not like I'm craving stuff, but again, I'm not being so strict that it's overwhelming. Yeah. If I want some rice, I have a little bit of rice. If I want a sweet potato, if I want some carbs, I have a sweet potato. Yeah. By the way, Japanese sweet potatoes. If you don't know, now you know. Trust me. They're very good. Absolute game changer. Way better than a regular sweet potato. They don't stay good as long though. Okay. Their shelf life's not as good. So it takes it down a couple notches. No. You get them, you eat them. No, no. I like to cook because they take a long time to cook. So I like to cook them for quite a while. Okay. I'm, 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 that's not true. I like to cook them for the amount of time that is needed. But I like to cook a bunch of them at a time, and then I like to eat them. I like to heat them up and then eat them. Cooking with buckets. The Japanese sweet potato is amazing, but I don't do bread. I won't do pasta. Better carbs. Yeah. You know, they don't have, you know, like, for example, in the sweet potato, there's no gluten in that. It's not, it's a lot better than going and eating half a loaf of bread. You being a good boy. A decent boy, yeah, at least. But it's not to the so when you do a little bit of carbs, you don't go into the mirror and yell at yourself. No, 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 a, no. That's important. It's not, and I haven't. Also, it's not like in the past I've been super, super strict, and then I'll I'll just go nuts on a cheat meal. Yeah, it, I'm not doing that. But it's it's just it's more even keeled. So never lo- too high, low, never too low. Exactly, lower carbs, very little sugar, lots of protein. Lots of veggies, lots of fruit, which has some sugar in it, I yeah. know. So lots of fruit. I guess I'm getting that sugar. But it's a different kind. It's not like high. And some people are like, oh, is it keto? No, it's not keto because I'm not super high in fats. I'm not dumping ranch dressing all over, you know, a slice of meatloaf. Yeah. Oh, yucky. <laughs> but don't do that. It's just, and then other than my, my one coffee, so I only do one coffee a day. Good boy. Other than that, it's only water, just water. Yeah. Stay hydrated. Exactly. And I've, now we, we got to talk about your, your hydration story okay. actually. So let's, let's pivot. That's the update. Okay. So I'll keep you updated. Check me out on Twitter and Instagram. If you want to follow along with the diet journey, follow me on Instagram. If you want to see the, the physique be, be, come more and more cultivated yes because let me tell you when i hit 10 percent body fat the shirt's coming off i'm oiling up t-backs going on i'm going i'm going straight <laughs> thirst trap t-backs a thong i'm 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 turning on listen i'm gonna play this time to make it work and i'm coming for you no at 10% body fat? Okay. I'm here for it. 10% body fat. I feel like you didn't really I'm, get my I'm, tea. I'm going first. I'm going your tea back. T 
I said you're going to be wearing a tea back, which is a yeah, I understood. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it just glossed like, over like it. a muscle tee. <laughs> no, no, a tea back is a thong. That's oh. what that's what one of my friends in high school called a thong. He'd be like, I'm behind South Beach with a tea back, baby. Oh no, no tea back, no tea back. <laughs> Buns out, sun's out. So I didn't quite know that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, this is my favorite part. Here it is. Yeah. It's coming. Anything you say, I'll do. Because I only want to make you happy. From the bottom of my heart, it's true. But you're talking about when he really hits that, yeah, yeah. Hits that note. Yeah. It's coming. A songbird. I need this because we're about to go into something I don't want to talk about. Screwed that one up. Please stop. Right. Yeah. I was lip syncing, so no one's going to actually hear it. Oh, I do believe that there's a love you want to share. We got to do Casey and JoJo crazy. Peanut. No, no, crazy. So I want to know. Vito. Young whippersnapper, he's trying to come up on my lap here. You can let him. And I like to know. Here he is. If you're, if, if you're watching visually, five pounds, all heart, all heart, man. It's coming. No. Here it is. Quite a wind up here. Quite a build up. You know, it's the natural progression yeah. of a song. I only yeah. want to make you happy. From the bottom of my heart, it's true. Tell me what I gotta do to please you. Baby, anything you say, I'll do. Cause I only want to make you happy. From the bottom of my heart, it's yeah. true. Yeah, there it was, man. Yeah. There it was, and I gotta put you down. I like to know. All right, let's get back to your, the train wreck of a hydration story. Okay, so it, terrible. I, I saw it going a lot better in my mind. I knew it was going to be bad because I knew the story. There's no punchline. No, there was a punchline, but I didn't time it right. I just didn't set it up right. I've set the bar. This, uh, this guy's relentless. I'm a wonderful a storyteller. I'm a different I'm storyteller say, than you. No, no, I'm much different than you, but I'm a wonderful storyteller. We have different styles. People, mine is good. Yours, or no, no, yours is bad. No, no. Mine is a, I'm a troubadour. Okay. I like to tell the whole thing. I like to tell side tangents and then I like to come back to it. Maybe there I never come to, back to the main point. Who there, knows? There needs to be a punchline. No, no. The punchline was the Marilyn Monroe joke, but I didn't set it up. So the timing wasn't right. So it came too early in the story. <laughs> <laughs> it was very bad. It, okay. It was bad. It was so bad that when it was happening, I was, I wanted to, end the podcast and just cut that part out and then have you <laughs> record later that we were but a boom boom chow we're out of here <laughs> i felt i don't know i haven't felt this way probably since like 10th grade in high school where i was so physically embarrassed that i wanted to actually leave the like i wanted to disappear i wanted to just evaporate into the atmosphere you wanted to, it's like that. I wanted like to go gift. into, I wanted to go into the Nimbus clouds. No, even more than the Homer Simpson disappearing. What about the, no, the gif where the dude puts out the peace sign and just disintegrates. Oh yeah. That's a good one. 
Or you just wanted to just Thanos. Yeah. I was, I wanted him to snap his fingers and, and me boom. be 50% of the population. Gone. Yeah. Okay. I was, I want to apologize. I just want to make a public apology to everybody that had to listen to that. Now, I did have one guy reach out to me and said that he liked the story. And that's one of my good friends. So it, it was a bad story. I want to apologize to everyone on your behalf oh. for that absolutely horrific story. I also want to apologize anyone who's looking at me right now and I'm sitting like a bit of a dweeb. <laughs> I gotta keep I, I can't I can't sit like a cool guy right now. You, uh, no flexion. I gotta keep that back. I'm like a linebacker. And I gotta keep you're down in the zone. I gotta keep that lower lumbar locked in. You know? QB spy. Maybe you're, wait, you're waiting on the QB to scramble. Exactly. It's Lamar Jackson. He burns me. Yeah. It's Josh Allen. He runs me yeah. over. <laughs> it's Patrick Mahomes. He throws a no-look sidearm pass to Kelsey for the score. He throws a bowling ball uh, boomerang pass for a touchdown. Yes. It's Tom Brady. Um, he's slow as dirt. He slides out beforehand. And then I look, and he actually threw a touchdown okay. to Scotty Miller. Okay. Okay. That, what a play. So – my question is very quickly. Time to pivot. No, 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 super pivot. All right, go ahead. What do you got? No, no, my, my I was going back. <laughs> I was going back to the embarrassing. Wow. I wanted to know a time that you were that embarrassed. A time I was that embarrassed. Yeah. Man, what have been some? I'm, I don't really get too so I, I don't really get that embarrassed, but there's been a couple times where I've been so embarrassed that I'm just like, I've got to go. <laughs> when I was in like sixth grade, someone pulled my pants down. <laughs> the old the, pants. At the PAL. <laughs> Did you have underwear on? It pulled the underwear down too. <laughs> oh, the Johnson was out. Yeah, Johnson oh, was wow. out. You didn't have a tall t-shirt on. And then no... Uh, <laughs> T-shirt wasn't tall enough. (laughs) (laughs) Pants me. (laughs) But usually the pants is just the pants. You you maintain the underwear. The fruit of the loom stay up. Girls were there at the gym. (laughs) (laughs) Wiener out. Wiener out. Oh, man. Suns out, buns out. I embraced it. Oh, wow. I I embraced it. You weren't embarrassed. I I I think I was a little bit more angry at the dude. Did you fight the guy? Um, I did fight the dude. Yeah, so, I did yeah, fight that's the dude. A, that's, a, that's not embarrassment. That's rage. I did fight the dude. Hit him with a couple uppercuts. Put him in a headlock. Oh, you really beat people him up. broke it up. Ah, people broke it up. I mean, how much damage can you do? You know, as a sixth at, grader. Yeah, at, at you know, eleven years old. Yeah, not a ton in the octagon. Not a ton. take him into the octagon. Also, <laughs> give him some leg kicks. Also, at that time, you know, I, I was I wasn't too worried about it. I guess. Well, here's what I'm going to say to that. I was like, hey, look, you know. I've been seeing a meme lately that I really like, which is they woke up in the morning and they chose violence. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good one. That's a good one. And that's what you did. Someone passed you and you chose violence. Well, you you grew up with me. So, you know, I mean, now I'm I'm a very nice guy. You're mellow. I'm I'm very laid back. I'm mellow, you know. I would say I'm more mellow. Life has mellowed me. No, I would actually argue that it's gone the other way. When we were young kids... I woke up every morning and chose violence, and I chose violence. <laughs> Absolutely, I chose violence, uh, and I was happy to do so. Lots of rumbling, lots of brawling. Yeah, I guess I was pretty laid back. I was a young Conor McGregor, notorious. All right, but more classy, you know. More, you know, taller, bigger weight class. 
more of a gut. No, no gut. <laughs> no gut. Shots fired. I wasn't. Uh, I wasn't really a spicy talker, but I was definitely like my fight promo could could use some work. Yeah, yeah. But I was. Uh, I was definitely about that action. You were no Ric Flair. No. You had limousine driving, crocodile wearing. Woo. And I'm having a hard time keeping these crocodiles down. <laughs> alligator, alligator, alligator. <laughs> Shit. He also says one of the best things he says is, I spend more money on spilled liquor from this coast. It's good. <laughs> he spent more money on spilt liquor. I heard you. That's <laughs> very <Whoa>. good. <laughs> Reiterating the punchline. Have Thank you, you ever heard someone say that they forgot more about basketball than you know? Yeah. <laughs> That's a... That makes me choose violence. <laughs> As a 14-year-old young basketball player, someone tells me that, it's on. So say, say no more. As a wee young lad, you were slow to choose violence. Yes. You did have a couple. There I had a couple fights. One, you fought a kid a couple years older than you. I remember because I was there. Big kid, he had armpit hair already. He did. He had armpit hair already. Fully you, developed. You did not. He, he had a muscular build. Yeah, I was... No, I, no pit hair. I was there. I can't remember if I instigated the fight. You kind of did, but most likely it was warranted, though. Yeah, most likely he was talking spicy and whatever. He was kicking my bike, and you can't. You can't. Oh no, no, no. Okay, I gotta tell. I gotta tell the truth here. I was kicking his bike. <laughs> wow. He, what provoked it? He called my bike sucky because, as you know, I found it in the trash and I spray painted it gold. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> and he had quick, like a dino. Quick he, little side note. Quick little side note. For, for those who don't know. Now, people who tune in regularly, they know this. But you and I, we grew up. Humble beginnings. Very, very humble beginnings. No nice sneakers. No nice bicycles. No mongooses. Oh. No, no. I mean, the mongoose was like the lowest end of the nice. No, like, mongoose no, was fine. No, no. Dino. You remember Dino? I do, but I think that was a little older. I think, like, when we were in the the heart of bike riding i think it was about the mongoose but yeah dinos were cool there were some other ones we had the shit boxes they didn't even have names on them and i mean then, it was like a beach cruiser and then it's i absolutely sucked and then i remember i got a huffy oh, wow. a huffy mountain bike <laughs> and i was just like you got to choose violence i got a used huffy mountain bike <laughs> probably cost like seven dollars and yes i did choose violence that day so you were kicking his bike. Well, he was calling my bike bad, and he had a dyno. It was on the ground, and I said, no, no, I can't allow this. Can't allow it. Kick the bike. That's a huge insult to a kid, that your bike sucks. Absolutely. Uh, you know, And, I mean, this is, this is the heart of the bike era. Pegs on the front, pegs on the back. You got they, your homies on, on each side. Well, they had the mag wheels. Remember that? The mag wheels. Like it was like five spokes, but they were all plastic. It was awesome. We know what a mag is. Yes. You know, maybe some people don't. So you get into a fight with him. I wasn't sure how it was going to turn out. He was a big, strong kid, and you boxed his head in. You were hitting him with combos. You were hitting him with some left rights. Now, for those who don't know, we have an uncle. Not by blood. Yeah. We're not going to get into it. He's our uncle. <laughs> okay. It's a lot of ins. Uh, a lot of outs. From Argentina. Okay. We grew up with him. And he showed us the way of the gloves. He, he chose us how to choose violence. He taught us how to choose violence. Yes. And at a little bit of a higher level. Our pops 
he taught us the jab and a good solid overhand right. Yeah, yeah. A good one-two, a good two-piece and a biscuit. Uh, our our uncle Wilfredo, okay, Willie, was My a guy. boxer. He was a boxer. Lower level as far as money and accolades. Yeah. But a boxer nonetheless. <laughs> a brawler. Yeah. A real brawler. A brawler. Harlem, Brooklyn, different gyms around the city. But a tough dude and a good fighter and, and a fan of the sport. He was actually the first dude, and probably you too. He loved martial arts. He loved martial arts. Yeah. And he put me on to Bruce Lee and some of those old school karate and kung fu movies. He had all the the ill kung fu stuff. He had like a he also had like some kung fu statues. I don't know if you remember they he were had like statues. He had the nunchucks. Yeah. He had some I really mean, cool stuff. He 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 was he was definitely a violent man. It's the kind of uncle but, you but, want. Exactly. But a good man. Yeah. But a good man. And so he already had you honed at that point. Not to mention I, I was, was swinging you around. You were ready. I was ready. So boom, 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 boom. You fold him up like a lawn chair. We go home. Awesome. Celebratory. Okay. Um, and then I actually, right when I went home, I put in a VHS that we had pre-recorded bootleg Royal Rumble. That's what you got. And do. I was like, oh, I felt so good. Alligator wearing. <laughs> yeah. And I'm having a hard time keeping these alligators <laughs> down. Um, and then <laughs> crocodile wearing, having a hard time keeping the alligators down. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Two animals. Ric Flair. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> Woo! Limousine driving. There you go. Uncivilized wearing. There you go. Mullet rocking. Yep. Him and Nas, the two best verb makers. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So his older sister came over with the mother and the whole thing. Turned into a family affair. You and I were the only ones home. And, and they said to me, and I said, listen, I got to put on uh, my big brother thing right now you know and i gotta say listen your man's was talking spicy and he got he got banged up a little yeah, bit yeah so that's the story but you've had some I, I i told that story to illustrate the fact that you've had some fine moments in fisticuffs as back a, in the as dime. a pugilist but you were much more of a peace and love guy and i was much more violent and now i feel like those roles have flip-flopped no i'm not violent at all the last fight we got into, which was probably a few years ago, you started. I didn't start it. It's debatable. No, no. You I, took a wild haymaker at a guy. There was a series. We like to call this a series of unfortunate events that unfolded. Hang on. I before got, me. I got, my, I got my Apple thing going off. I got it going off here. All right. There I'm we good. go. Lots of Apple devices. Yeah. Unbelievable. So It was a series of unfortunate events. It was. That was laid down upon the... That ended in in bench clearing brawls. We'll yeah. tell that story another day. Okay, Wh where were we? I wanted to talk about some music. Oh, we actually had a topic that I wanted to get into. Our sister brought this up, and I've actually had different people reach out about this. We've talked about it here on the podcast before. Uh, Bachelor Nation, yeah, Bachelorette Nation, yeah. And actually, I like to just call it Batch Nation, Batch Nation, yeah. Okay, people gamble on it like fantasy football. Yeah, yeah, Our yeah. sister is one of those people, yeah. A you know, degenerate. Who's going to get the degenerate gambler? It runs in the family. It runs in the blood. Yeah. Okay. So here, here's kind of what happened. All right. On the last one. Now it, it's a dude. Yeah. All right. But it was a bachelorette. It was a bachelorette. Her name was Claire. I got the whole rundown. Okay. Her name was Claire. She gets there. She's smitten with a dude right away. 
I think his name was Evan. I I, I could be possibly uh, butchering that. Sounds like a bachelor uh, potential name. It does. So, and she's just so into this dude that a week in, she's like, I choose you. Yeah. He says, okay. Whoa. He's sweating a little bit, but he's like, all right. He proposes. Boom. Why is this relevant now? Because they just broke up. Okay. So here's the thing. I don't like shows like that because it puts this kind of like, that's almost impossible. You go on there. There's 30 hot dudes. You're going to pick the one who's going to love you forever and marry you. And it's not until death do us part. I I think for better, for worse. I think you could know that quickly. If somebody's that person, my argument, and again, I've mentioned this on previous podcasts. My main argument is the process is flawed. Like you can't be out here. I mean, you can't dating be, 30 people. You can't be making out with 30 dudes. Or if you're a guy, you can't be out there making out with 30 chicks and, I don't think and they, trying to find your soulmate. I don't think they make out with 30. But, and I suppose you could, but it just seems problematic. And the, uh, re, the results are pretty telling. Yeah. The percentage is not real good. Yeah. Now, is, w- there, is there anyone that's been still together? I'm sure. I'm sure uh, there has I to be. I don't think so. I'm sure there has to be. Now, what I will say, you and I, we like our dating shows a a little more ratchet. Yeah, a a little trashier. Yeah. And Love is Blind was that for me. That's what I need. I need season two. Yes. Now, as much as we made fun of that show and the premise of it, again, bit strange. (laughs) You can say that People getting proposed to just within- Sight unseen. Sight unseen after- a few conversations, but I believe that the couple we liked the most, I can't remember their names. It was the redhead dude. The guy with the stiff back. He was like you. He, he was sitting. I have posture like him. Yes. His name might've been Evan as well. Was it Evan? Brent. And what was the girl's name? Her name was- uh, Ashley. No, it wasn't Ashley. This is going to bother me now. I got to check it. We don't fact check much, but we do fact check our dating shows. I want to say that guy's name was Evan. He might've been Evan. She was, is definitely not. She's Lauren. Lauren. I remember Lauren yeah. because she was my favorite right away. She was definitely the hottest on the show. I agree. hundred <clears> percent. And so let me see here. Love is blind. See what we got. Put in love is blind. Lauren. That, that's what I'm doing. Man. There you go. Thank you. Wow. Okay. So I've got a Google guy who does nothing. You open the laptop and act like you're doing something, but you're actually not doing anything. No, There's I'm, nothing actively that you're doing. No, no. Checking levels all the time. No. I got my eyes. I got my hand in many different- Cameron was his name. Okay. Lauren and Cameron. Are they still together? Let's check it out. Last I checked, they were. They are. This is incredible. This is very incredible. The most incredible. Man. So it does work. But I think that even that show is a little bit better. There was a little bit of love triangle stuff going on. There was like the faux love triangle. It was just the- Jessica Mesca? Yeah. There was, she was feeding her dog wine. Is this chair squeaky? Yeah, it's a little, you know. Because we just bought that. That's not, that's problematic for me. You got to oil that up. I don't want the squeaky chair. Okay. Oil me up. There was a little love triangle stuff going on, but it's different than 
dating 30 people at once. I agree. One person, you have 30 people. It just, it brings out some bad and some, a lot of jealousy. And it's just, it's not a good look. So I know people love to tune in, but I'm going to say that the bachelor, I'm, this is to batch niche. Yeah. You got a flawed premise. You, you have trust the process, but not in this case. Yeah. Don't trust that process. No. Don't t- trust that process at all. Another thing that I wanted to talk about, and this is something that came up on social media, I saw people talking about Adele. Yep. You know how I feel about Adele. Love her. She's been the love of my life for a very long time. And it, I think, have we ranked her? Have we done an Adele Mount Rushmore before? Uh, I don't think so. I just know my favorite songs. So- the the topic at hand was her album Twenty One. Okay, that's the that's the most recent one, and it was what's the best song on here? I have two. It's a, for me. It's a tie for two. Okay, it's uh, number seven or number eight. What is it? Take it all. I'll be waiting. No, next nine. No, I'm not going to do that. It, 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 what are you thinking of? Someone like you? Yeah. What okay. number is that? Eleven. Way off. Way off. Samsonite. I was way off. Okay, yeah. Someone like you. I forgot what it was called. Someone like you and Don't You Remember. Oh. Don't you remember. Hang on a second, because I agree. Someone like you. But let's just just listen to this. This hurts me. I used to listen to someone like you and just go to bed in absolute misery. Yep. It happens. Story of my life, man. (laughs) Whoa. When... This is the other one. This is Don't You Remember? Yeah, yeah this is a great song. Unbelievable. These are the two best songs. Oof. Listen. Listen to the words. You keep listening, I'm going to make sure it's still recording. That hurts. Yeah. Don't you remember, baby? Don't you remember? And someone like you. So I guess we're on the same page. It's a tie. I thought you might have different. This one here. This is the this is the classic. This is the easy pick. No, like I think Hello would be probably the most popular song on this album. Not on this album. This is no. nice try. What's the oh Rolling in the Deep was the, the single for this? There was a few But that was the first one That was like This this was one of the singles On this album Later Rolling in the deeps on this But that was the first single It 
here she goes. Never mind, I'll find someone like you. My God, unbelievable! Oof, pierces my soul. She does every time. I'm, I'm, in, you know, I'm in love with her, and, and I have been for a very long time. But so, what was the controversy, though? You said there was controversy. No, there was no controversy. I was just curious on your opinion. I just wanted to discuss Adele. Oh, okay, yeah. Anytime we can discuss Adele, we'll do it. Those are my two. What I thought was awesome is the different answers were almost every song was listed. Oh, really? And that's how dope she is. Adele is one of the few artists. Every album she's ever put out, I can basically listen start to finish over and over again. That's how good she is. So her most recent album was way back in 2015. Yeah. She, she has she, not released an album since 2015, and that was 25. So she did, I think it went 19, 21, 25. Let me see. Let me check. Yeah. That's what it and is. And those are the ages of which she is? I don't know if it was. Maybe. I would have thought. Maybe she was so. So that would mean that she'd be what if she did twenty five in, in twenty fifteen? That she'd be thirty one now. It sounds like it could be right. Let's check it out. Let's do some. Uh, hey, listen, we are fact checkers. We're doing it. Okay, we are. Yeah. So she's thirty two now. Yeah. So yeah, I guess that must be what it was. Yeah. Probably when she wrote the album. That's kind of dope. But yeah, man, it's kind of a cool so way to many. I it's mean, a cool way to name albums. Oh yeah. Talk to him. So this is hello. hello. DJ Foamy Foams on the ones and twos. It's me. This is dedicated to all the lovers. Would you say this is her biggest hit? This is, I don't think it's her best song, in my own opinion. Definitely biggest hit, but please, gotta stop talking over the DJ. Okay. Everything. They say the time's supposed to heal you, but I ain't done much healing. Hello. Can you hear me? I'm in California dreaming about who we used to be when we were younger and free. She's beautiful, by the way. I forgot. I feel like she's staring right at me on this album. I think that's the point. Our feet. There's such a difference between us and a million. People right now are probably like, I wish these dudes would stop playing this sad music. <laughs> Someone right now is listening to this in traffic and they're just one single tear is falling from their eyes. It's good. I want it's, you to know. it's good to be able to feel a range of emotions. Express your emotions. Listen, I'm 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 the sad boy president. So I'm gonna do one more song and then we'll move on. Okay, well, I will say this. What's that? We played all of these songs, I believe, in the last episode. All of these Adele songs? We played it, yeah, because you were saying you want another Adele album. We did a whole segment on it. Really? Yeah, yeah. Damn, okay. I don't think we played these songs. Just the guitar, okay. We definitely played Hello. Just the guitar. There's no snare in my headphone. Kind of tired. This was all you, none of it me. This is a little bit more upbeat. Yeah. Pick them up. 
pick them up. Pick them up. We bring them down. We pick them back yeah, yeah. up. We call that break the break the build. Send my love to your new lover. Adele, please. I beg of thee. I need it. Is that petty right there? Send your lo- my love to your new lover? Is that like a petty move? Like, eh, F you? Depends, you know? Depends how you want to take it. Uh, okay. It is what it is. My, my question is, is she choosing violence? Uh, she's definitely In the form violence. of pettiness. In, in the form of the most beautiful voice I've ever heard. She's got to be top five all time. Like singing talents? And just like angelic voices. Whitney Houston. Yeah, so Whitney Houston, um, Mariah Carey. Mariah Carey? Isn't that she, mix? She's, I think she's considered like one of the... I know she's had, she had a couple bad live performances. Yeah, just, there was no snare in no her snare headphones. No snare in the headphones, okay. What do we got? What do we got next here? Um, B for the week I have written down. Is uh, me versus calories. Okay. <laughs> 16, 16 pounds down. That's almost like a pressing matter there. Yeah, I like that. Uh, what else do we got here? Oh, I had a, a couple random thoughts. Random thought. Pressing matter or just a random thought? Random thought. Okay. Remember pretending to be asleep <laughs> so you wouldn't get in trouble by ma and pa and then actually falling asleep. Yeah, it's a, quite it's a better twist. Than, it's better than counting sheep. They tell you, so, so listen. I've counted sheep and it's never worked. Kids, if you want a trick, and by kids, I mean just anybody. Adults. If if you want a trick to go to sleep, pretend your parents are going to whip your ass <laughs> <laughs> if you're up and just pretend to be asleep. Trust me. It'll happen. 90 seconds, kid. Yeah. You, you out like a freaking light. Yeah. You out like a freaking light, my guy. Yeah. <laughs> I guess we're almost at an hour. Actually, we're over an hour because that started late. Okay, we got to get the show on the road. Okay, I'm going to quote Travis Scott, 16-hour flight, out like a light. Okay, I'm going to quote Mom Dukes, all right? Cool your jets. Okay. Cool your jets over there. Let's jump over to the Patreon suggested topics, one of my favorite parts of the podcast. Yeah, another perk, another benefit. Exactly. Lots of cool stuff on the Patreon page, just saying. Bro, the dogs right now are, you want to talk about out like a light? Look at him. 16-hour flight. Yo, he is just, yeah, he is donezo. Absolutely donezo. Vito is pissed. He's upset that I didn't let him yeah. sit on my lap. But the posture won't allow it. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I got that back locked in. Yeah. I got so much damn lacquer on that thing. Name that movie. Meet the Parents. Incredible. All right, are you ready to speed round this? Because I'm ready. I was right, born let's, ready. Let's speed round it. Will Bolano, foamy, what's the deal with hippos? And why, <laughs> and why do you want to beat the shit out of a hippo so bad? I know personally, I would pay to see Foamshire delivering a mean Mississippi pimp slap to a big 5,000-pound hippo. Let's make it happen. Okay, I'm going to have You've to— You've started this. <laughs> I'm going to—you don't understand. Hippos wake up in the morning and choose ultra-violence. You don't understand. Yeah, they choose violence. 
more people. But I also, I you know, in that scenario, I too would choose violence. Okay. I know the specific spot. There's different stuff. You know, we talked about yeah, the gullet. We, we talked about Wilfredo. We talked about martial arts. You know the pressure points. Bruce Lee, I know the pressure points. Okay. Dog, Bruce Lee could knock the wind out of you with, without even touching your body. Okay. Hapkido. Okay. And that's what I would do to a hippo. Okay, so here's what I want to say. And I was actually thinking about this over the weekend, randomly. Okay. I, I just got a clubhouse notification. I'm, I'm getting used to clubhouse still, okay? What I is it? start a clubhouse account. It's like an audio chat room. You know? I'm on there. I, I did one. Shouts to Cousteau. Yeah. He invited me over and then he orchestrated and moderated a little, said, welco- a little welcoming party for your boy. Okay. Okay. So shouts to him. Yeah. So here's what I'm going to say. Hippos, it's a weird thing because a shark, you see a shark, right? And they're scary looking, but their lines are aggressive, right? Like if you look at a car, some cars, they look I like- I see mo- where you're going with it. They we look don't- like, no, no, a hippo doesn't have aggressive lines. And that's why it's so troubling because more people die, more people die every year from hippos than sharks. Think about that. There's a spot on a hippo. Pretend I'm a hippo right here, right here. Not so much here, not so much here, right here. So I used to get bear claws lodged down here two at a time. Yeah. yeah. Um, what did I want to say? I, I, w- I would destroy a hippo. Okay. I'm- this is not a speed round. You got to stop. Okay. Johan, any opinions on NBA top shot collecting might be something you and the Wolfpack might want to look into. I don't even know what that means. I'm not going to front. Me neither. Is that playing cards? They're booming right now. I don't think you call them playing cards. Trading cards? What do you call them? You call them basketball cards. Trading places? Uh, Eddie Murphy, Dan Aykroyd. It's two old guys. Uh, follow Gary V. Yeah. Gary V is the dude that I saw talking about cards Two three years ago, and now they're booming. Luber, our uh, boy. I yeah. Shouts to uh, shouts to Josh Luber. He um, started StockX, and he was another one who was talking about. He was on the wave early. He was definitely on that wave early. But I think Gary V was the first person. I, I Gary V, and and Josh Luber are the two guys that I saw like that are on my timelines and such that I saw talking about it. We also have a little trading card surprise not sure if we're allowed to say anything uh, but sure <laughs> whoa nda <laughs> no, no you, you, it's fine it's fine uh jack o'shea but you're not speed rounding any of this you're like talking dragging everything out <laughs> it's like what i used to do in english class in 10th grade like it has to be two pages has to be a thousand word essay and i'm 180 words in like well that's all i got <laughs> let's just uh drag it out yeah there you go so that's what you're doing. Okay. You, you are not speed round. Okay, I'm going to speed round. Okay. Jordan Venegas, Buckets, how long are you growing that magical mullet? Foam, what is your grail shoe right now that's over $2,000? You guys are amazing. Keep up the fantastic work. Okay. For me, answer, TBD, to be determined. I don't know. Thank you, Jordan. You're a real mensch. For me, I'd say, I, does the original Kobe Grinch they were the in my size. The last time I checked, they were over two thousand. There you go. So I'll go with those. Derek Furman, Foamzell, and the man behind the mullet. Greetings and salutations to you both, Foamy. I remember on an episode a while back, you were talking about your whip, VWT Guan, if I'm not mistaken. I wanted to corroborate your statement about just how good the R line sound system is. Absolutely banging. Even on a hundred percent Foamy comment, gotta give shouts. Even on a 100% foamy comment. Oh, okay. 
this is a foamy comment. Okay. Got to give shouts and love to Buckets. Hey. Thank you. Shout, shouts to you, sir. Hey, we yeah. appreciate you. Yeah, I do. I have a, a Volkswagen Tiguan R-Line. So it's Select. Like, exactly. It's like the most fully loaded one. The It goes from very soccer mom-ish at the base model to now, you you know, now you're doing something. Yeah, that was going on. The, the lines get a little more aggressive. The lines are beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful lines. The whole ceiling is a window. To quote MJ, the ceiling is the roof. Yeah. <laughs> It's the sound system is incredible. Fender speakers. <laughs> the ceiling is the roof. MJ. Don't MJ still got a hoop oh, in? Love it. So yes, I will corroborate your statement. The R line is incredible. Mac Dagnals. What up, fellas? First and foremost, I hope you're both doing well, as I hope the same for the Wolfpack. What are your guys' thoughts on the Chicago Bulls this season? Been my favorite, my favorite team since a wee lad. They seem to get little to no talk at all. I'm not a Bulls fan. Not a Bulls fan. And I haven't really been following the Bulls like that. Uh, Zach Levine's really good. Zach Levine is absolutely incredible. He's one of the best scorers in the league. The dude is elite as far as that goes offensively. But I haven't. I think they have some good young pieces, but I just haven't followed them really enough. Tyler Warren, top five mixtapes of all time. That needs a deep dive. There's, I mean. No Lil, ceilings. Lil Wayne is going to be on there. Uh, 50 Cent, G-Unit are going to be on there. Yeah. Those were the, to me, those were the two pioneers of the mixtape era. And 50 Cent earlier and then Wayne kind of carried it. Yeah. But, but they both were incredible. Absolutely incredible. Mixtape Wayne, highly, highly underrated. Uh, Christopher Collins. Oh, I'm also going to say J. Cole. Fellas, fellas, fellas. Yeah, J. Cole was good as well. The time has come for your boy to get a family vehicle. And let's face it, getting a Lambo truck on a teacher's salary just ain't happening. Can we get a Mount Rushmore of family vehicles? Well, I don't have a family of me own. Yeah. Okay? Just the but, wolf back. That's my family. But, exactly. I mean, you got to get, I mean, there's got to be a minivan on there, right? You got to go minivan life? It's a Toy- Toyota Sienna, I Practical- believe practicality what if we googled top five family vehicles now how about how about a shout out uh shouts to the homie mcgnarly yes all right and my fantasy football brethren all right he just bought tremendous he just bought a family vehicle okay it's a ford explorer but it's souped up kid yeah so fully modded he's got the third row so you get everything that a minivan provides but it's got a bunch of horsepower under the hood it's got all sorts of bells and whistles on the interior he he showed me a video of it it's an incredible automobile polo on i got horsepower exactly so let me just see what google says top five family vehicles so the tiguan is a little bit of a, it's a mom mobile at the base model, but the Atlas, the VW Atlas is like the bigger SUV that they it's a have. Nice one. I would say that's a family car. That's definitely a family car. I would also say like a suburban. Yep. Or an Escalade or something like that. I know Escalade's got maybe a little played out, but something like that. Those are a little, a Denali. Yeah. The maybe. Yukon. I'm going to say, I'm going to go. Those are expensive though. That's the, the thing. Those are really, really expensive. Yeah. I'm going to say when I was younger, one of my best friends, his mom had a Toyota Sienna minivan, 
and it was one of the first minivans that had doors on both sides. Because remember the old school minivans, they didn't have doors on both sides. Just one side. Yeah, on the right side. Now it's two. You order the Uber XL, money pulls up in the minivan. Opens both doors automatically. Tells you, don't touch the doors. They're going to close on their own. Don't mess up my shit. Here's what we got, because we got to speed around it. I just put this in lendingtree.com okay that's the first thing that popped up okay best family cars for 2021 here are the five highest scores toyota highlander hybrid the kia telluride the ford expedition the mazda cx9 and you'll like this one the subaru forester subaru great great company very safe there it is so take it for what it's worth yeah now, I don't like the new Forester. The old one used to be like a station wagon. Now it's like a completely different thing. Okay. okay. Your, lines, your lines got worse. Buckets is all about those lines. Alex Brown, if you guys could have a personal pilot, would you rather fly in a helicopter or a jet? I'm going jet. I'm going jet, definitely. You know, better Wi-Fi, riding more. You know, I don't want to have to be yeah. the whole time. Helicopter riding. Yeah, you're in a PJ. And I'm having a hard time keeping these alligators down. You take you, you get in the PJ. You take influencer picture looking out. It's very nice. Mm-hmm. I'm going. I'm going jet. Neil Wade, new to the pack, and maybe you've covered this, but it would be cool to do a podcast on your world travels, favorite places, and what shoe you may associate with each place and why. Whether it be design, color, aesthetic, point in time in your life, something that makes you think of a specific shoe associated with some destination you've been to and why. That's a great topic. We'll cover it this weekend. Okay. Because that requires a little bit more of a deep yeah. dive. Uh, Gil Gilbs. What's up, dudes? What's up, dudes? If you could put a lawman like Saul Goodman in any other courtroom drama to see if he could make that shit work, what would it be? Hope the pack is doing well. Let me get a Mamba forever. We all we got. We all we need. Mamba forever. Mamba forever. That goes without saying. Saul Goodman. Not the classiest dude, but he does get the job done. A bit of a slime ball. What are you throwing him in? You throwing him in Law and Order, seeing what he can do? Well, that's another TV show. I was thinking about a, uh, My Cousin Vinny. See, like, I don't think he gets My Cousin Vinny done. You replace him? You replace Joe Pesci with Saul nah, Goodman? you needed Pesci for that yeah. one. What could he do? What is a it? few good men? You, you can't handle the truth. Yeah, so, Jinx, okay. Uh, I don't think he gets that job done either. Sonny, who is... He woke up. The... Oh, wow. And there he is. He's back down. Yeah. So we have Sonny and Vito. I should say I have Sonny and Vito. A 10-pound Yorkie purebred and a 5-pound Yorkie Chihuahua mix. You're big on these. Uh, you're doing these f- subtle flexes. He's a Chorky. Dude, look at him. He is slump city, bro. Wow. He's, He's loving out. his life. We got to ha- get a, co- uh, a camera set up just, just on, on them. them. Yeah, dog cam. And every once in a while, we just check in on yeah, the yeah. dog cam. I want to tell you a quick, quick story. I can get into the full details later. No, it's a quick story. Can't. No, no, no. I saw a fight in high school. I witnessed the whole thing. Okay. A guy took a guy, a, a one guy took one guy's girlfriend to the movies. Okay. He confronted him. He said, okay, dude, I'm sorry. The next day he hung out with her again okay. after the confrontation. Damn. And he said, I didn't do anything. I dirty swear. Mackin, dirty Mac. Yeah. Dirty Mac. And he said, I didn't do anything. I swear. That's the truth. The kid yells to him. You can't handle the truth. Punches him. In the face, chose violence. Wow. It was one of the most spectacular. I appreciate the movie line. Yeah. It was like, you're trying a little too hard to like, you're trying to get a square peg into a round hole there, but hey, 
Not, not sure where, where you're going with it. I'm just saying it didn't really fit. You can't handle the truth? No, no. He, he's telling you the truth. You can't handle the truth. Or is he? Who knows? I'm just I saying. I want to know what Have you ever seen you like a fight start? It was like a, it started on like a Monday, the confrontation, et cetera, et cetera. That's what we built. Yeah, that's build up. It was so, it was so spectacular. I felt so honored to have watched it. To have witnessed such a thing. It's it's the fight promo. It's, it, it, it's the Ric Flair. Yeah. It's the Conor McGregor. It's how I felt when we watched LeBron win in game seven versus the, the Warriors. The Warriors. Like I was so. This, this is not a speed round. Bro. I was so blessed to have witnessed it. Okay. Please stop. You are making this speed round impossible. David Salazar. I was wondering if you guys played the old N64 Smash Bros game. And if you did, what are your top three characters? OGs only. NES and captain falcon included for me mario twice and pikachu i don't think i've really played that game i did play it briefly i only played as kirby because he can eat the person and get their power so you can have everybody's power wow all right i like kirby kirby sounds dope all right more game talk soon come yeah all right i gotta get my gamer uh chops up okay lushavon did you guys ever end up doing the sopranos deep dive episode we did not no and Apologies. We probably pro- listen. We should probably do that. Yeah, that so that we're gonna, we're going to do that then. Okay, we'll spend twenty minutes and deep dive it. Okay, I like it. Dan Bologna, <clears throat> are you guys into the UFC? If so, who do you guys support the most? Thoughts on McGregor lately? So we've already talked about that. Yes, we are into it casually. Casually, my, we're not experts. No, far from experts. My favorite though is Connor. Personally, you like Connor. I I, I like. A lot of them, man. I like a lot of them. I like Connor. I love Khabib, even though they had the uh, the battle and all the extracurricular stuff. Yeah, yeah. I just appreciate the dudes getting in there and putting their life on the line on some real gladiator yeah, yeah. shit. Nathan, favorite sports moment when you were a kid from Illinois? Most of mine involve MJ, Little League ball or games me and my friends made up on the fly. Favorite sports moment as a kid? My first bucket, my first organized, I almost said professional, but no, my first organized basketball bucket came at the buzzer. I'd like to say it was a game winner. It was the halftime buzzer. <laughs> pretty good though. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. I mean, it's better than that impression. Playing a really good team. I got no playing time, <laughs> but we were, we were getting drilled. And so they threw me in there. Okay. Boom. I'm in sixth grade. Okay, so boom. So boom. Dribble, dribble, dribble. Our star player, he raises up. He goes to shoot it. It gets tipped. Partially blocked. Partially blocked. Boom. Got to check the apple again. Lots of stuff going on. Yeah, he's doing a lot of flexes. So I see it. It's in slow motion. It's going. I see the ball rotating. There it is. It's coming towards me. Here I am. I'm boxing out nobody. I'm not sure what's going on. I'm just trying to do what coach said. I'm getting low. I got my elbows up. All right. I'm yeah. taking up space. And I see that ball and I say, oh, it's coming to me. Yeah. That, 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 that ball is going to land on my face. It's not going to reach the hoop. I'm I'm not in the middle of the lane. I'm kind of off to the right, like on one of the hash marks. Okay. Yeah. Like I'm on that first hash mark. So I'm okay. pretty close to the hoop and I see it coming and it's coming down straight. Like a lead balloon. Yeah. And I I get my hands ready. Visually, you can see this. I get my hands ready. I'm, I'm throwing up the rock. Yeah. Okay? Throwing up the rock. I'm getting my volleyball 
you're ready to set. I'm getting my stance and, and my form right. <laughs> at, at this point, I had never played volleyball, so you could say I was a natural. As soon as it comes down, boom, the perfect volleyball set. Now, you think I'm going that way with it. No. <laughs> Actually, backwards. I limboed. So I went like this. Hang on. I got to get away from the microphone here for a second, but you can see this. I limboed back. <laughs> boom. But but he, but here's what I did. I never took my eye off the rim. I followed yeah, it right yeah. in, right into the hoop. So it wasn't really that lucky. It was actually wildly skilled. It was actually pretty incredible. <laughs> the most incredible. And I drained it. Nothing but net because it had some air under yeah. it. Yeah. So it didn't like rattle in. It just dropped straight through. Straight through. And right as it left my hands, buzzer sounded. Buzzer sounded. You know, it, it, this is pretty low level. There's no instant replay. <laughs> there, there's no coaching challenge. There's no hey, run it back. Yeah, check yeah, it out. Yeah, check yeah. it out. Every play that happens in the last two minutes. Hey, check it out. Check it out. Check it out. <laughs> check it out. So that th- that was my finest moment. <gasps> okay, I took up the whole speed round. No, no. Okay, I'm going to tell a very quick story. I'll tell it for you. Your first organized game, you made a game winner. No, no. Yes, but no. That's not the memory because you went with the good memory. I'm going to go with a memorable bad memory. Okay, you got pants. <laughs> okay. At the, P- at the PAL. <laughs> no. I'm playing high school basketball. Similar thing. Halftime buzzer. I never would shoot. We had one guy on our team. We I already know this Two story. guys that would get it. Yeah, I know you know it. I knew your story, too. Hurry up. I get a rebound, right? I'm facing. Stay on the microphone. I'm, I'm, I'm facing the out of bounds on the other hoop. So my hoop is behind me, 95 feet. I'm, <laughs> I'm on the baseline. I get it. Long rebound. There's like a second and a half left. One of the, the guys that would shoot it basically goes, shoot it! <laughs> Yells Please, at me. That was too loud in no, my headphones. Levels are good. No, bad. I literally take the ball <laughs> and do a... <laughs> I do a heave-ho over my left shoulder, facing still the wall. <laughs> the kid misjudged a little bit. <laughs> there was like two seconds left. So <laughs> the ball landed before half court. So I... Th- <laughs> so I threw the wall approximately 40 feet and I needed <laughs> I needed 85 feet. It lands before half court before the buzzer goes off. So I throw it, I turn, it lands with an absolute dud. The buzzer sounds. The kid that would always shoot our uh buzzer beaters okay. looks at me in pure disgust. The buzzer sounds, I run <laughs> I run into the locker room. Legendary. Oh man, love it! Heave ho! Yeah, <laughs> probably the highlight of the podcast for you, <laughs> Joe Bowman. What's up, dudes? I'm looking for some advice from the legends themselves, foamy and buckets. I'm currently working a job I've been at for four years, and I've lost the drive and motivation I used to enjoy coming to work because it was fun. I didn't necessarily see it as work. Some have described it as burnout. My question is: Do I ride it out in hopes that things get better? Or is it time to move on? Have you guys ever experienced something like this burnout? And what did you end up doing to turn things around? Peace and love. Um, that's a hard question to answer. That's pretty no, subjective. Number one, I don't know what it is you do. If if you're just tired of the same route, it sounds like he loved it. So at one point, yeah. if you loved it at one point, you can <laughs> certainly love it again. I would say just switch something up. Switch your routine up a little bit. See if you can maybe 
approach things from a different angle. Yeah. Maybe if you can shift over to a different position in, in the same in the area, same realm, um, you know, a raise never hurt anybody. Yeah, yeah. So, but only you can make that decision. If you truly, truly have grown out of love with this thing, then I'm going to say probably you didn't love it in the first place. But the things Lust. that I've loved, maybe you just lusted it. Yeah. The things that I've loved in my life, I'll always love. Yeah. Here's what I'll say. And that is control the things that you can control. Like make sure you're well rested. Okay. Buckets is good. Make sure you eat, make sure you're eating healthy. Okay. Cause if you don't feel good about yourself, it's hard to feel good about anything. Buckets that you're doing. is going deeper. He's going, he's going maybe with some of the underlying issues. Okay. I'm just saying diving in. I, I, I would say only you can make that decision, but either switch some things up and, and start having fun with it again or dip. Yeah. Okay. Find something that you do love because you know, going day in, day out to something that is making you miserable is is not good for mental or physical health. Take care of your chickens. Take care of your chickens. In the words of Marshawn Lynch, a great, great man. Facco, if Buckets was the weatherman, what were you foam? Uh, he was Mean Gene. He was just an uh, announcer. Who, me? Yeah, you were an announcer and an instigator. Yeah. You were Vince McMahon and I, know, I, I would whip your guy's ass sometimes. Yeah, but Vince McMahon still fights. I didn't, I didn't have a character. You were Vince McMahon. You were the CEO. I I was Vince McMahon. That's who I was. Outside of sharpshooters and power bombs, what was your go-to trademark attribute and what was your finisher signature move? Also, maybe a Patreon speed round of artists to check out on the podcast. If you like R&B, soulful, chill vibes, I would suggest Alan Stone. I've never even heard of Alan Stone, so thank you. Unaware is a good song. Radius album also has a lot of lover boy hits from track seven and on. Okay. There we go. I appreciate it. You know, certified lover boy, yeah. Drake, and also me. Drake, I, Drake's delayed. One of the things about me being Vince McMahon is I just took everyone's. I, I, I could do anything. I could go from a sharpshooter to a people's elbow to a stone cold stunner. I, I could do anything. You had a very specific move that I remember well, and it was called the femur. And it was, you'd get this knuckle and you'd grind it into my sternum. Yeah. And, and I, I think maybe I thought that the femur and the sternum, <laughs> I, I had my uh, biology yeah. mixed up there. But yeah, that, that was not a wrestling move. That was just a big brother torture oh, move. So bad. Y- you got to do it sometimes, you know? You got to let him know who's, you got to let the little brother know who's boss. There you go. All right. So he doesn't try to buck the system too much. Let's see. We got DJ Foamy Foams on the ones and twos. This thing is harder to operate with this in your eye. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's uh, in your line of sight. Word to Christian Bale. Definitely. Was that a real thing? I think that was a real thing. Alan Stone. Okay, this guy's got an interesting look. <clears throat> Let me look at this guy. He's got long, curly hair. He's got the burgundy beanie on. Burgundy boys. Kind of like a hipster situation? Definitely a hipster situation. All right, we got to go track seven and on. No, this is unaware. Oh, okay. Alan Stone, what do you got for us? So it's acoustic so far. I like it. Not mad at it. Lots of guitar. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. The grows. 
pleasantly surprised. Into it. You spend more than you own. Papa always said to me, keep a close eye on your Yeah, I'm not mad at that at all. Yeah, I like that. Appreciate the, uh, you know, always down for for new music recommendations. Suggestions. You know, that's my love language. Music recommendations. Okay. There you go. What were we talking about? Or was it on to the next Yeah, that was the thing. That was the end of it. Scumbum. You have three hours in which you are forced to watch TV. You have all stations in the world available Mm. to you. Let's hear the Brothers Programming Rundown. Bonuses for saying what sneakers you'd be rocking while doing set activity. Buckets, your Crocs are still on the Mars shuttle, so those don't count. Whoa. Okay. Um, I'm going to say I would watch a sporting event for all three hours, and I would wear no shoes, and I would sit on the couch. Wait, what is this? We're going to Mars? No, no. No, no. Last week, he asked about Mars. Okay. So what, what are we doing? I guess I'm not really, I'm not really following. I think it's if you are watching three hours of television, what are you watching? And I'm going to say. That seems like too straightforward. Yeah, I, I would go with sports for sports, sure. Sports, yeah, but maybe, you know, you go with six 30-minute shows. I'll go, I'll watch some Curb Your Enthusiasm, some Seinfeld, maybe a little Martin. Okay. I'll go Queen's Gambit. Okay. I'll watch Snowfall when they put it back on the airwaves. Mm-hmm. I need it in my life. Yep. I'd watch a lot. When I had my back, I was laid up <laughs> for a week, man. Three hours? That's, that is an absolute piece of cake. You're not okay. new to this. You're true to this. But but that says, but, but how do sneakers come in? What sneakers would you wear while you watch? I must be interpreting interpreting this the wrong way. I, I need some more well, details. We'll get some more specifics. I need some more details. Scumbum. Chris Gordon. What's up, dudes? What's up, dude? What's up, dudes? You mentioned Larry June has been in your rotation lately. What is your favorite song so far by Larry June? Mine's is Organic fatherhood to be honest i i don't actually know there's not a song that sticks out because what i'll do especially with someone who i'm listening to a lot is i'll just jump on play it through i'll just play them through so for example off of this what do we got here i think this and and so i don't necessarily pay attention you know the nice yeah i'm saying Riding around to the neck, my steady on the check, you know what I mean? And bitch, you better come correct, you know what I'm saying? This is called Thank God for the Trap. Numbers. Ay, 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 ay. Rich dancing like a motherfucking driver walking, I told you that in 2015, right? Numbers. This bullshit, I activate beast mode I wake up early, the money y'all thug for I'm staying on my toes, the streets is smirking I stand my ground, and bitch, I'm never nervous Block hot, still got money to make Not actually the, the, the joint that I was talking about, which okay. proves my point I was, now let me just uh, 
So this is organic fatherhood right here. It's one of them days. Yeah, this is a good one. Oh, oh, oh. I don't got wine. You know what I'm saying? I just sit back and reflect. I love the pictures he takes. Yeah. All my blessings. Car door open. Fruit in the trunk. He's a great uh, album artwork guy. If you talking my Lakaki, I don't even rap no more. Just talk a lot of shit, bitch. Beamer, vet, I got it. Bitches all in my phone, tryna sock it to my pocket, bitch. Got her ass done in her tits too. I'm like, damn, bitch, I can make a meal with you, but I gotta stay focused. Keep the music dropping. Full time father, full time mob. Did it by myself. You was cat and I was grinding. Hella sacrificing. Days got brighter. Shouts to Larry Jones. Yep. What's next? What's next? We almost got through it all. Nathan Howard. So I've heard you guys say plenty of bad things about the food from the UK. Oh. Just to clarify, I too think cold beans for breakfast is awful, but I wondered if you've ever tried proper fish and chips from a British chippy. No. I'm not a fish guy. I have not, fam. (laughs) Hey, bruv. I have not. Yeah. I have not. I think I had fish and chips in Ireland, and this uh, is the motherland, you know. But it, it just, that shit was just not hitting. It, it, it wasn't. I, I don't know if I'm a fish and chips guy, bro. Nathan, what's the fish? Like a fish stick? But it's like no, a big, no, no, it's like a, <clears throat> it's not a fish stick. It's like it's fish. Like a fish fillet. It's it's like it's like fish that's been like battered in, in bread in, in a batter. No. Yeah, that's like a fish stick. That's not. It's nothing like a fish stick. A fish stick is a small. It's nothing exactly. like a fish sticks. Not, they're not battered in anything. It's it's more of like a beer batter. It's more of like an airy. Oh, crispy. A little bit more of a crunch to it. It's nothing like a fish stick, taste-wise. Okay. okay. So to answer your question, no. And sorry for the UK food slander. I love the UK. I love the UK, but the beans, they got to go. The beans got to go. And I, I don't know. I think fish and chips. Maybe I just haven't been to the right one. Okay. So next time we visit, after all this COVID stuff is over. We go back out there, fish and chip it from a proper chippy. Got to get them from a proper chippy. You got to go to a proper chippy. That's, that's a big thing. I'm, I'm big on the proper chippies. Yeah. In New York City, you got to go to a real bodega. In the UK, you got to go from, to a proper British chippy. Yeah. All right. What else we got? Red Stock. What's up, dudes? I'm a new member of the Wolfpack listening from Northern Ireland. There we go, baby. Shouts. If you guys were young stars in the NBA, which sports brand would you choose to sponsor you and what would be the name of your shoe line? Also hope your spine is feeling better foam. We all, we got the spine is good, man. Yeah, The spine is feeling nice. The posture is good. I would say Nike is the easy choice. Uncivilized is the easy choice. It's not a sports line. It's going to be. Okay. So you go uncivilized. Mm -hmm. I'll go Nike. And the name would be the air foamster. It would be the air foamy's too easy. No, foam stir. The air foam stir? Yeah. I'll take it. Okay. I'll go with it. What's yours? Uncivilized. Uh, I'm going uh, uncivilized one. Like wow. uh, the signature is me. I so am. you are uncivilized. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a businessman. I'm a businessman. Yeah. 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 Okay. It's I all think- about the inflection. I think we got through all those. Maybe I missed a couple. I hope I didn't. Who knows anymore? Who knows? 
Man, long episode today. It feels good. It's, it's exciting we're to back. be back we're, in the saddle. We're back. I feel like I was just on absolute fire today. Oh yeah, yeah. Today was today was one of your one of your worst days. <laughs> it was uh, playing us out with some Casey and JoJo. It was. I felt like I was just just on an absolute unbelievable roll. No, no, no. It Are was, you butter? Because you're on a roll. That's. I felt like someone said that to me. Wow, going with the dad jokes. No, that's an and one uh, t-shirt. Me. Yeah. This is no, no, this is not what I did. No, no, no. This is mine. Unbelievable. Message. Um, absolute classic. I mean, this is a classic. Crazy's better, but I've just been doing great today. I'm gonna get the failed buzzer beater story. I'll be quiet. Yep. That's it. So episode one one two. Episode one twelve. Yep. Peaches and cream. Let's get go. married. Yeah. In the books, Mamba Forever. Don't you know, forget about the boom boom cha. I'm just I'm just I'm just now I'm just going Mamba out.